Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan, and it is finally a Friday, and my guest today is Nicole Morris. She is an account manager with Hillman Consulting, LLC, and she is also the president-elect of Crew Orange County for 2021, and today's episode is being brought to you by our good friend Bruce Ford and Logic Econometrics. If you are repositioning your hotel, want to know what pips are going on in the hotel sector. If you want to know about new construction, contact our friend Bruce Ford and his team at Lodging Econometrics. Please check out their website at lodgingeconometrics.com or send Bruce an email at bruce at lodgingeconometrics.com. Nicole Morris, welcome to the show. How are you? Good morning, Craig. Thank you so much for having me. It is Friday. I can't even believe it. I'm so excited to be here with you. Oh, this is just an absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to the show all week. I really appreciate you making the time. Would you do me and the audience a big favor and tell them about yourself and Hillman Consulting, please? Absolutely. So as Craig mentioned, my name is Nicole. I work for Hillman Consulting as a regional manager out here in the West, um, which pretty much for us means everything west of the Mississippi, give or take. Um, I actually started in the construction and real estate industry at 19. Um, I graduated college in 2007, the middle of, you know, horrible wow. downturn. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of had to figure out where I was going to go and really just get a job to support myself. And my first job out of college was uh, working for the construction arm of a local large developer um, in Southern California. So, you know, I started out just really kind of learning the ropes and progressed to purchasing and um, OCIP program management. and. Uh, really understanding what exactly this industry does. And from there, you know, I, I went to construction management. I worked in property management with uh, Lincoln Military Housing. I worked in asset management for a company called Core Realty Holdings out of Newport Beach. Yep. Um, and then was with Cushman and Wakefield in, in program and project management. Um, and now over here with Hillman. And uh, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of things for Hillman. So first start. Uh, I actually started in what we call construction risk management. Home and Consulting is a nationwide group, uh, but out of our Western region, we run construction risk management, who they work for lenders on finance construction projects and, syndic- and for syndicators as well. Uh, primarily affordable housing, but definitely not exclusively. They run historical projects and um, commercial projects as well. And then uh, we have a, a large environmental services group out here that they do phase ones, they do phase twos. Uh, property condition assessments and hazmat surveys, lead mold asbestos, uh, so on and so forth. Um, but my next step was actually to jump in and run the owner's representative group or project management services out here in the West. Uh, that group has been growing considerably. We recent, recently completed the American Express Century Lounge at JFK. Nice. Uh, we're working on a few other projects for them in the West as well. Um, they're great, beautiful, amazing products with incredible finishes. So we're really lucky to be working with them on those. We completed a, a luxury senior living facility in downtown Manhattan last year for Maplewood called Inspire. Um, and it's you know one of the largest uh, buildings built in a while, downtown Manhattan. And then, uh, or for senior living, I should say specifically. And then we also do affordable housing work with the Pacific Northwest, Seattle and King County. We help review their affordable housing applications for feasibility. We work with them on value engineering. Um, you know, we, of course, we, we work in the hospitality industry. We work on storage and industrial projects as well. So we've done just about every asset class and property type. 
um, especially in this current market, repurposing, which is becoming, um, you know, an unfortunate necessity at this at this current time. Yeah, adaptive reuse is uh, definitely going to be, I think, the mantra moving forward. Um, tell us about some of your hotel projects, would you please? Sure. So our largest hotel project right now or projects are actually in the COVID-19 field. So one of the ways that we adapted during the pandemic was to work with our certified industrial hygienists and in our environmental services team and our disaster services teams. We have teams reporting at major losses uh, around the world, really, assisting right. with remediation projects. But we started reviewing and creating protocols for our clients. And among those clients, of course, were um, folks in the hospitality industry. So we are helping them figure out what their new normal looks like. Um, you know, where do we have sanitizer stations placed around the lobbies? Um, do we have them placed around the lobbies? What does the signage look like and where does that go? Uh, do they still do banquets or buffets? And then back of house, you know, what does that cafeteria look like for employees? And, um, and how is that functioning? And then room service and so on and so forth. So we've really been getting into the nitty gritty details of what hotels are going to be doing uh, as they reopen if they have not. And if they have, um, are they in compliance? We've been doing compliance audits with them to make sure that, you know, not necessarily surprise inspections, but coming by and making sure that the protocols that either we wrote or that we reviewed, the hotels are still doing those things. And the bottom line is liability. Uh, we wanna make sure that our clients are lowering their risk as right. much as possible. No, I think that's great. I think that's 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 well needed. You're that third party that puts another set of eyes on everything and co correct the situation if there is one or enhance something depending on what the asset class is or the type of hotel that it is. As, as you well know, there's a big difference between a full service hotel and a select service, say, courtyard. Um, so you've got the Western U.S. That's got to be a big territory. Now, Hawaii's just opening. Any plans for you and your team to go over to Hawaii and, and work on some of the commercial properties over there? Or are you already on site over there? We are already on site over there. We actually have a, a couple scheduled inspections we were just discussing this morning in November. Um, and it's great that they're now open so we can, you know, we have our, our inspectors taking rapid tests before they leave so that they're complete and they're ready to go over there. Um, and get our work done and, and three actually hotels we're working on over there on COVID protocols and compliance audits, uh, like I said, happening in, in mid-November. So we're excited that everything's reopening because that means that we can really expand our reach for our clients. Um, and as you said, it's it's so complicated. You know, the bottom line with any of this COVID-19 work is, again, I, it's risk. And a little bit is, is public relations and making sure that right. your guests understand that you're doing everything you possibly can as these new regulations come out every other day you're doing yeah. everything you possibly can to make sure that their experience is positive and that they don't leave with anything they didn't come for um, and that's where we come in right is we're really trying to make sure that uh, we allow you to transfer some of that risk and that liability to us and that's that's what we want to do we want to be your right hand we want to make sure that you are comfortable with what's happening, but also that you're able to go do your daily job and you can leave making sure that those regulations are updated and followed uh, and that your protocols are, are updated with the most current uh, rules taken out by your city or your county or your state. That's our job. Let us handle that for you and we'll just make sure you're good to go on site. 
Exactly. Um, let's delve into construction a little bit. You're doing the the management for various clients and lenders and across the board. Um, are you have you experienced any delays on your timelines uh, with your projects due to COVID nineteen? And if so, have they recovered? Are they you know getting back into a normal routine on the on the construction site? Yeah, Hillman is really unique in that we have our environmental services division, our EHS team, who really gives us in, in the construction projects a six month and sometimes longer look ahead at what our um, our, our backfill of projects is gonna be coming up, right? So because they're doing the due diligence portion, the phase one, the phase two, and they're making sure that your dirt is ready to build on, um, when we know when they kind of slow down that six months later, construction is going to see a slowdown too. So we experienced a due diligence slowdown, of course, March, April, May. Uh, right. We really started to pick back up in June and July. And so now we're seeing that kind of translate into the construction portion. I don't think we're seeing as many delays in materials as, as much as we thought we were going to. Uh, but what is interesting that I've been seeing is the subcontractors aren't necessarily lowering their prices, but developers and owners, of course, who we, re- we represent, um, do have an expectation for lower pricing in this market. And so it's who's kind of getting stuck in the middle sometimes are general contractors or construction managers. And um, I'm really curious to see how this continues to play out and on pricing on the back end, uh, whether that continues to fall or whether that stays high and we're just going to kind of continue to squeeze those prices out in the middle. Uh, But it is definitely an incredibly competitive market. Everybody's got work. Everybody's going after work. Um, And I'm glad to see that even though that backlog is shorter. um, Historically, you know, it's closer to a year. And right now I think we're at something about seven and a half months. But that backlog will start to pick up again. And that means that more work is coming. Um, And I'm really curious to see how that continues to play out. Yeah, I also think it's going to be very curious to see what happens on the lending side. Now, I know my friends over at 24-7 Hotels, they've got six projects. Five are actually under construction. The sixth is is in a holding pattern. But, you know, I'm talking to various lenders, especially in the hotel sector, and it's going to get back to, you know, the, the sponsorship on the loan. Um, you know, how, how good are they? And are, you know, they're going to be willing to go with roughly a 50% uh, loan to cost construction loan, which means they're going to have to infill with money out of their pocket or some sort of, you know, secondary debt and equity scenario. Um, what are you hearing from your lenders? Are they, are they hesitant on certain types of construction projects right now? Are they moving forward across the board, including hospitality? Similarly to construction, we saw that slowdown where everybody really was just kind of curious to know what their next step was going to be. And from the lender perspective, you know, they're ready to go. They seem they're like, like they're really, you know, ready to bring these projects back to life. Uh, where I'm seeing more hesitation and understandably is actually from the developer owner side, not for a number of reasons. One, we're coming into the end of the year. So budgets right. are being coordinated for 2021. Um, you know, if their fiscal year ends in October, that's already pretty much complete. But if it ends in December, you know, they're still working on it. And so it's really a matter of what projects are they going to really focus on going after. And because those that process is, is taking a little bit of a slowdown, 
And everybody's being very, very careful about what they start. So much uncertainty heading into 2021 that the lenders are ready to go. It's the the developers and owners that are really trying to make sure their decks are in a row before they send anything over to the lenders. Um, But there's no, I want to say there's a major slowdown because I don't necessarily think that there is. Um, Everybody I know is really picking up work. Um, everybody's growing, which I don't think anybody expected in 2020, but everybody's growing, everybody's hiring. So I don't think we're going to see this really stall at all. I think it's going to continue to grow. And I think we're going to get more work out of it coming into 2021, provided it's the right project and that they're financed properly. Like you said, that's the big, that's the big thing right now. And you know, some companies went under, you know, in, in 2020. Um, So we are seeing some of our um, our larger clients either buy out those companies with their portfolio and now they're working on uh, renovating, building, repurposing, um, or they're waiting to see, you know, if a few people are going to continue to stay in business before they really start to use that capital. Yeah, I, I, I think that's that, that's the case across the board. And also, I know that, you know, we've, we've been seeing a lot of hotel renovations pips even though the brands have you know kind of backed off on the enforcement of getting the pips started right now because of COVID-19 but you know there's certain areas where it makes sense right now uh, or it has in, in the prior months to to get these things done if you've got the cash on hand to do it um, our friends over at Hogan Hospitality over in Hawaii have basically renovated uh, all of their their assets in the islands and they're ready to go. They've got everything open with the exception of, I believe, Kauai uh, because it was a little vague from the governor's office on, on that island. And I think there is, I recall, I was talking to them yesterday, they're going to open that up uh, in November. So that'll be good for them. What what type of entanglements are you having with the state of California right now? I think everybody wants to hear about that. Entanglements as far as like entitlement process and zoning and... Well, uh, just getting things done. I mean, you know, it just seems like COVID-19 thrown a monkey wrench into everything. We can't get Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, Universal... SeaWorld and other venues open and, and things keep changing. I mean, has that, that impacted your business at all? Absolutely. It's, it's impacted our clients, our clients who are ready to, to open, to do business. Of course, the tourism industry, especially right down the street here in Anaheim, they're ready to go. And, and they're really just kind of waiting on that green light. Um, and I, and I, some of, I understand some of the hesitation, of course, but I think overall, especially the real estate industry, the hospitality industry, the construction industries, put some really great protocols in place to make sure yeah. that their staff and their employees are ready to go. Again, this is what we've been doing across the country. And we have a really good handle on, um, on good protocols that really allow everybody to resume work comfortably. So everybody's been working so hard at, at making sure they're ready to go. I think they just really need the green light at this point, And that's going to boost our economy considerably we are so we are seeing some of that but on our client side um again we are we are steady with our work but we are we're ready to go as soon as our clients are and i know they're just waiting for that nice okay good let's talk about something else right now you are the president-elect of crew orange county for 2021 congratulations thank you it's so exciting i'm following suzanne kennedy with first american exchange big shoes to fill 
She is an amazing mentor and a great friend of mine. And honestly, 2020 was such a weird year. And I'll tell you, her leadership brought us into that next level of nonprofit organization. We pivoted really quickly in the beginning to make sure we were staying relevant by offering online content and virtual webinars. Uh, we were one of the first actually crew chapters to really jump into that. And rather than charging for them and you know making sure that we were still making money, of course, we're a nonprofit, we were sending the money to local charities. We were supporting right. Second Harvest. We were support, supporting Wise Place, who's you know another um, group that's near and dear to my heart because I'm on their board as well. Uh, we're making sure that we were giving back. Philanthropy is a big part of Crew Orange County's uh, motto. So we want to make sure that we're doing that. And uh, it's really exciting. You know, it is. And I was lucky enough to, to host a uh, hotel panel for Crew. And I got to tell you, that was that was just a lot of fun. It was uh, a dynamic conversation. And I hope that we painted things with a, a broad brush for everybody so that they got a little bit of insight uh, to our field of endeavors on, on the uh, hotel side. So uh, kudos to, you know, crew and, and Suzanne Kennedy and you and, and the rest of the team there. So what what's your agenda going to be for 2021? What do you want to happen? What are you envisioning? That's such a great question because it's so hard to envision anything right now. And yeah. <laughs> um, nobody really knows what's what's going to be allowed. But I'll tell you, we do have a couple things in mind. So for starters, we are building a new website. Um, our goal is to make sure that it's more user friendly, that it's easier to sign up for our events and that it's easier to understand which what is happening in the industry. We don't just list Crew Orange County events, we list industry events like Click, which we're right. happy to support. And we're so excited that that's still gonna occur next year. And um, so we're making sure that that's ready to go for our membership and for our guests. We are also really gonna focus on strategic planning. We do strategic planning every five years or so we lasted in 2016. So 2021 was our year to really focus on that. And we're going to see what these next five years really look like. What initiatives can we make to help us be successful, not just virtual or not just in person, but in any climate? Can we merge the two and really offer something for everybody? I do know a number of our members, a number of our board even, we're going to be maintaining virtual presence throughout the first half of 2021. And that's already something that's come down from their uh, their corporate offices. So right. we wanna make sure that we're still offering content for those people as well, and that it's valuable content, like the hotel panel, um, like our affordable housing panel. We wanna make sure that everybody's really engaged in the content that we are providing. So we're gonna do that uh, in the first half of the year. We're gonna revise our mission statement and then we're focusing on reaching out to other organizations and other local chapters, for example, NIAP, SIOR, Crew yep. IE, Crew LA, to make sure that we are all providing events together as well. Because again, our membership is not just, it is about crew, of course, but it's not just about crew, it's about doing deals in our industry in Orange County. And so yep. those other groups are so important to us as well because everybody brings that level of professionalism to what we do. Um, so on that note, deal making, we want to make yeah. sure that our members are doing deals together. Um, why else would you join a networking group? Of course, we want to make sure that that's number one in everybody's mind to make sure that we're getting that, um, getting that through. And then finally, DEI. DEI 2021 is 
the year of focusing on diversity and inclusion. Um, yep. We're going to do a bench. We do a benchmark study every year. Crew Network does. And we historically, as Crew Orange County, have not done an event surrounding that. But we are going to next year. We've always tracked demographics. We've always tracked diversity through our membership tools. But we're going to make sure that we do a big push to get that information out um, about disparities in the industry at, on that white, white paper in next fall. Nice. I look forward to that. Um, you know, and you also help out with scholarship programs and Click's been lucky enough to to help with that to a small degree. You're not just a local group, you're national and international. And I've been telling, you know, the hotel sector, I said, you know, you guys really need to look into crew. Um, this is a great resource for some very talented people. If you are looking to expand your due diligence teams, your acquisition teams, uh, yeah, th this is just a tremendously talented group of people across the board. And it has just been an absolute pleasure to, to be a, a very small part of this organization over the past three years. Um, Nicole, we are just about out of time. So it is your microphone. It's time for your shameless plug. How can people get a hold of you and hopefully get a couple of deals going over at Hillman? And how can people get a hold of you at Crew so that hey, they can become members? Listen, the number one way to get a hold of me is to find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on it probably every day, a portion of every day. Come find me, send me a message, let's connect. I'm happy to join meetings and events. I have a bunch of speakers through Crew Orange County. So if you're hosting an event, let me know. I can lend you our expertise. I'd love to, to help get our members out there. Um, and for Hillman itself, let us, if you're repurposing something, if you're gonna do adaptive reuse, if you have a deal coming up for due diligence that you need, you need us to look at your dirt, you want us to make sure to look at your project for phase one or phase two, let me know. We're happy to help. We are a nationwide organization, so we can help you on either coast and anywhere in between. Wonderful. Um, how about a website for Hillman and for Crew Orange County? Absolutely. So Hillman is www.hillman. Sorry, I just forgot. H-I-L-L-M-A-N-N. Two L's, two N's. Hillmanconsulting.com. And then Crew Orange County, I got to say we're redoing our website, so it's not going to stay this, but right now it's crew-oc.org. Uh, but there if you go. go there, we'll redirect you and we'll make sure you get to the right place. Perfect. Nicole, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for being a part of the conversation on the Click Podcast. And you've got an open invitation to come back anytime you want to make any announcements, you see any trends you want to get the word out on. Just give me a call and we'll get you booked. And I hopefully will get to see all my friends at Crew very soon. And to the audience, thank you for being with us today. And we will be back soon with another episode. And aloha. Hi, this is Craig Sullivan, the host of the Click Podcast. I'd like to welcome you on this journey across California, where we're talking about California hotels, travel, tourism, restaurants, sports and entertainment venues, and so much more. This is a great podcast if you want to know what's going on in California. So please stay tuned and join us for our next episode.